Introducing Royal Caribbean's newest ship, Icon of the Seas, the ultimate family vacation. The ultimate six slides, eight neighborhoods, zero compromise vacation. The ultimate never done that, can't wait to do it vacation. The ultimate chillin' by a different pool every day of the week vacation. This is the Icon of Vacations. Icon of the Seas. Arriving in 2024. Book today. Come seek the Royal Caribbean. Ships Registry Bahamas. Jeff Howe's Longhorn Notebook. All right, just going to reiterate some stuff because I've, I've yep. seen some stuff come through in the Specs text line. People want to know, has Rodney Terry lost anybody off his staff? What's that looking like? And I know, Craig, you just reiterated it last segment talking about the Frank Haith news. The only staff member, to my knowledge, that is not going to be back is John Riley, the strength coach. I confirmed that over the weekend. He's no longer with the program. All expectations are he's going to join Chris Beard at Ole Miss, and that would make sense. John Riley's been with Chris Beard since uh, his first year at Texas Tech and then came with him to Texas, so that would make sense. But as as far as I know, Bob Donawal Jr., Steve McClain, Chris Ogden, Brandon Chapel, everybody that was on the staff last year in those primary roles is going to be back the chance for Frank Haith to join the staff comes with Chris Ogden stepping back into an off-court role. Let's talk about the roster, Craig. We mm-hmm. talked first last hour about Rowan Brumbaugh going into the transfer portal. Speaking of the portal, confirmed last night that Texas is going to host one of their top uh, priority targets in the transfer portal for an official visit on April 18th. That being Caden Shedrick, the big man from Virginia, played mm-hmm. really well for Virginia. Uh, took a visit to Duke this weekend. Credit the staff, Craig, for for making this thing come together pretty quick. I was told they had a Zoom with him late last week. We're hoping to get him locked in for a visit. They got it locked in coming off of his visit to Duke, so at least you're giving yourself a chance. You've heard a lot of guys being linked to Texas in the transfer portal, and Texas has reached out to a lot of guys. But I think if you look at the guys that they ideally really want, there's three names that really jump out. Uh, I think if this staff got, they would just be over the moon to get these guys. Caden Shedrick obviously is one of them because you need a big. Mm-hmm. If you lose Dylan to Sue, you, you need two. But at the very least, you need to add one to replace what you're going to miss with Christian Bishop. Uh, we mentioned last week they had an in-home visit Rodney Terry did with uh, Reese Waters-Dixon, the uh, the uh, guard from USC, 6'5 guard from USC. Uh, Texas is really uh, in on him. And a guy that you know, college basketball fans, I think, in this part of the country should be real familiar with, uh, Reese Dixon Waters. I don't know if I, if I apologize if I messed the name up. It's Reese Dixon Waters from, from USC. Mm-hmm. Uh, Max Abmus from, uh, from Oral Roberts, yeah. a big-time player for them, uh, You know, was kind of the darling of the NCAA tournament when they made that run a couple of years sure. ago. Uh, I've heard Texas is getting ready. They are now currently going after him very hard. And we know, we talked about with the Rowan Brumbaugh situation, they need to add guards. You lose Jabari Rice, you're losing Marcus Carr. Uh, you're you're optimistic, I think, at this point about Arterio Morris and Tyrese, Tyrese Hunter coming back. Uh, A.J. Johnson, you'll bring him into the fold. But I think at the very least, you'd like to add another guard to that mix. Mm-hmm. Uh, especially, I, I looked at this, Craig, over the weekend, because you know now is the time where I'm really going to go back and start looking at stats. Because when you're in the thick of it, it's everything's going 100 miles an hour. You don't really have time to. But this was in relation to playing time. Uh, the minutes for Marcus Carr, Tyrese Hunter, and Jabari Rice last year. Marcus Carr led you 
for Texas at 30, 33.9, so basically 34 minutes a game. Tyrese Hunter was at 30.3. Jabari Rice was at 25.3. Mm-hmm. So those guys ranked first, second, and fourth on your team in minutes played. Timmy Allen played, I think, 20, like 27, 28 minutes a game. Uh, so your guards, your three primary guards are going to play a lot. Uh, you know, down, what is, where does Arterio Morris factor into that? A.J. Johnson's going to get some minutes. So uh, if you're a proven commodity as a guard in college basketball, you come to Texas, you're going to have an opportunity to play significant minutes for this team right at the gate. So they've had, they've been linked to a lot of different portal guards, but I think Max Max Adams from Oral Roberts is, is the guy that I think probably at the top of their board right yeah. now in terms of the guys they're interested in. Makes sense. Uh, I mentioned Arterio Morris, Dylan Mitchell also with a decision to make in terms and, – and I wouldn't be surprised if when you talk about Mitchell and Morris, if one or both of them did the deal Tyrese Hunter is doing where you – put your name in for the draft and you go through the process, but you maintain your eligibility. And then if you don't like what you hear, you can come back and no harm, no foul. That hasn't happened yet. I do think the the key dates to remember here, there's two key dates to remember. April 23rd is one of those dates. That is the deadline for the early entry. The early entry deadline for the NBA draft is April 23rd. May 11th is when the transfer portal window closes. If you're a Texas fan, you're looking for those NBA decisions to come in by the 23rd, and the next day you're holding your breath for is May 11th when the transfer portal window closes because at that point, pretty much whoever you've got, that's what your roster is going to look like. Yeah, yeah. Well, that makes sense. Yeah, and and that's that's why this the work is going on diligently. I know somebody had asked last week said, "Are they doing anything? What are they? Doing? They're doing. <laughs> they're, yeah. they're they're hard at it uh, between the invites that they've had." Uh, and and their perusal of the portal. That was one thing uh, when Rodney uh, sat down with me right after the news conference, and we talked about that, and I talked about staff uh, retention. And he said, "Well, I you know I, I would hope and expect to all be back." He said, "After all, we're we're all headlong into the portal mm-hmm. right now, so they were all working it at that time, even before it was official that he was named the head coach." And you got to remember too. By making the run that they did to the Elite Eight, they're about a week and a half, two weeks behind teams that didn't get that far yeah, in terms of getting which, stuff done. Which the is the the unfortunate byproduct of that. But you'll take that right, right. every time they have yeah, an opportunity. But, yeah, but it is, but it is, uh, but it is the truth that it, you can't get started on that when you're still preparing a team to play in the Sweet Sixteen and Elite Eight. No, but it's, it's worth mentioning too, Craig. I mean, coaches will tell you, yeah, we're going to work until we're told not to. But come on, when you. <laughs> Well, you don't know if you're going to have a job in the next 48 hours or whenever the season's over. It's, it's hard to it's hard to figure out exactly what you're doing. So things are coming together. Uh, they've done a really good job, I think, of reaching out to people. But you got to understand, there's so many moving parts. Roddy Terry, you've had to fill this assistant coaching vacancy. You're going to have to hire a strength coach. You've got your support staff that you've got to fill out. And uh, I mean, those those people they're not the highest paid employees on your on your staff, but those are people that need those jobs. They've got to know kind of what their futures are. Uh, so you've got that to deal with. You've got to re-recruit your your players that have NBA options, or maybe you know in the NIL world might be getting convinced to to test the transfer portal. You've got to re-recruit your roster, figure out who's coming back, who do you want back, and then you've got to figure out okay, 
are your two signings? Are they in the boat? Which uh, at this point it sounds like they are. But you got to evaluate that, and then you got to go figure. Okay, how many spots do we have to take guys out of the portal? Uh, who's a good fit for us? And you, basically, you've got to do this. It's, it's a crash course. You don't have a lot of time to do your due diligence and figure everything out. So there's just there's a ton of moving parts, uh, a lot of fingers, and a lot of pots for Rodney Terry. But that's those three guys I just gave you uh, with Caden Shedrick. Uh, you know, Reese Dixon Waters and then uh and then Max Amos, those are the three guys I think right now that uh that are probably I don't want to say at the top of their list or their three top guys, but those are three guys that I think they would love to have out of the transfer portal when the dust settles. Yeah. Um uh someone saying with Texas ability to pay unlimited NIL deals, they should never lose a recruit. First first of all <laughs> education Slow down on that this. cowboy. Hold on. <laughs> first of all there, there is no real thing such as unlimited NIL deals, okay? Understand that. Also, it's a completely different arm that's handling it, NIL from that. It's not like CDC is ready to hand you a stack of Benjamins when you it walk through the door. It doesn't work like that. And a lot of guys, and Tyrese Hunter was very, very adamant about the saying this. He said, if I wanted to go somewhere for – NIL money. I could have gone somewhere else for NIL money and uh, that sort of thing. He said it was the opportunity to play with a specific group with a specific team. I know the NIL thing is an important consideration, especially for families, but it's not the only one. And in many cases, it's not even the primary consideration. Mm -hmm. It is part of it. No, for sure. No doubt. It is part of it. You know where Tyrese almost went? I think I told you this. I didn't know this until he told me earlier this year. He almost went to Tennessee. Like, That's right. I heard him link to Louisville and Kansas and a couple other schools, but he's like, no, I almost went to Tennessee. He said he took, you know, went there. He said loved Rick Barnes. Yeah. Loved the program, but he's, I don't know. He, he it's, it's fun talking to Tyrese. He's always had this fascination with like wanting to live in Texas and just been, just had this curiosity about Texas. So. And Marcus Carr with an assist on that. Oh, yeah. Yeah, for sure. He definitely, definitely helped that out. Yeah. So. There it is uh, on some of that. So it, it has to. Somebody said, any chance they look at Musa Cisse in the portal? Uh, may you know maybe. Uh, I, I think I think they're really going to try to vet this Caden Shedrick thing as much as possible. And look, they've reached out to some other bigs, uh, but you know Musa Cisse just went into the portal yesterday. So yeah, or he, he announced he's going into the portal yesterday. You got to wait until. He's actually in the portal before yeah. you can contact him. And, and here's the deal, too, that I don't, I don't know if people understand this. Some guys will go into the portal, and they'll have a do not contact tag Yep. when they go into the portal, which probably means they already know where they're going. Yeah, so, they want to look at or contact on their own. They don't want to yeah. have it be like open season recruiting right. again. And there are some guys that do that. Uh, J-Dub, real quick, any guesses on replacements for strength coach? No, but here's what I'd do if I was Rodney Terry, my, where my first call would be. Yeah. I would call Todd Wright and just get a list of names. Yeah. Guys that he's worked with or guys that he knows. That's that would be my first point of contact would be Todd Wright. Who by the way is with the Clippers now, in case anybody That's knows. right. Yeah. Yeah. That's, May, that's, maybe the best strength coach in all of basketball. Yeah. Yeah. Uh that's that's certainly possible. Uh by the way, he said tell Ty Harrington to be careful when he says that was a full shift. My eighty six year old mother thought he said Something else, a BS <laughs> that happened yesterday. That's like that uh, that that great commercial, that oh, great commercial microphone on accident that UPS had about he shipped his pants. Mm-hmm. Did I ship my pants? Did you ship your pants? You know, but you, <laughs> but you say it quickly. You know, he shipped his pants. He what? He shipped them. 
S-H-I-P-P-E-D. He shipped his pants. So, you know, that's, you know, that's just have to be, have so, to be mindful some, of at it. At some point here pretty soon, because I got reminded of this when I was having dinner with some media colleagues in Des Moines, we need to dissect the uh, audio of then-President Lyndon Baines Johnson calling the Hager Company to order some pants. Yeah. Need to die. Have you ever, you ever listened to that? I've heard about okay. it. I've never heard it. Oh, you never heard it? I never heard it, that, but I've heard about it. That's got to be on the docket. Today. Yeah. yeah that's it's got to be on the docket for this week at some point. <laughs> Not today because we're out of time for today. Well, we'll be back to wrap up today's edition of Light the Tower on the Horn.